politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drink. Bars open, boys. Spend some time collectively politicking. <laughs> <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. Cause the truth is, I don't know, man. I just. I don't know. <laughs> Did you just hurt yourself flexing? <laughs> it's been hurting for a while. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cause the, the truth, truth is, I don't know, man. Hello, all my little tinks out there. Paul Tinkerts. Welcome to Snowflakes. An, to Fuck another snowflakes. episode of Politinkering. With us, as always, is Mr. Jean Fogg. Good timing. And we have on the cross the half round, we have Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hi, guys. And we also have guest, special guest, Derek Laporte. Hello. Please clap. <laughs> So the question of the day, gentlemen, is a very bleak one, a very disturbing one, mm. a very serious oh, one. Oh, my God. Abortion. You guys get ready for a deep, deep dive? <laughs> Abortion, question mark? Here comes <laughs> That's the, the question. Deep dive. Deep so, dive. Abortion. Talk deep amongst yourselves. <laughs> Actually, you guys, are you, are you done deep talking dive. amongst yourselves? Jesus Christ. I'm driving here. Wow. Sorry. No more substitute teacher. Sorry. The, the shame spiral <laughs> induced. Uh... You know, I love shame. You guys know how much I feel yeah. about it. Yeah. I do it in a pleasant way, though. That's why God gave admit. us horns. Wait, what? Is that it? I don't get it. Mixed metaphors. What? Ezekiel 25. <laughs> go ahead. You don't want to mess with the bull, Sean. Get the horns? There we go. hi oh. <laughs> so, uh, you were talking earlier about... Oh, no, about... it would be... It'd be uh, not Ezekiel. It'd be... Um, 25, 28. Maybe in the year 25, 25. I think I was. What is Son of Man? It's 19? The fuck? No, the Bible verse he quotes doesn't exist. No, oh, no, no, no. It does exist. I'm not talking about. No, it's, I'm uh, talking about the ox. Oh, uh, oh. There were four. There were uh, four. It's, it's. I don't fuck. Oh no! It's the first. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. There really? You go. Aren't oh, you the one that's uh, usually bitching about us going off the rails? Yeah, not when I'm driving. But then yeah. you guys always Only do it. It's, it's pretty standard right now. When Joey drives, I do it all yeah, this the time. Is, uh, this is all pretty typical. Anyways, so <sighs> this serious question that I always have to turn back to you guys is Russia and. Really, what is our president's and our country's relationship to Mother Russia? You don't I don't know, know how man. Lucky you are, boy. Is that always an I don't know, man? I don't know, man. Yeah. So the more you teach me, I feel like the less I know. <laughs> That's not a good thing. I know. <laughs> I feel really bad as a teacher. Though. I'm not a teacher though, so you know, fuck yourself. Learn for yourself, bitch. <laughs> Anyways, you, you kind of are. All right, whatever. Well, at least we'll talk more about Russia today. That'll make Go me ahead. happy. Um. So I want to talk specifically about the man up top. God. Well, yeah, but Vladimir Putin, mm. our, uh, our our overlord, our recent Russian overlord. Um, the bare-chested horseback. Yeah, I mean, I also kind of thought about that because you're saying sun's out, guns out. Like mm. the one, you know, leader who we really do see shirtless many, many times. It's very yeah. interesting. I always think about this, like how many world leaders have we seen, or have we seen their nipples? <laughs> Not many. It's like two yeah, or Thatcher, three. But, yeah, you know, you Angela Merkel. Yeah. You mean really? alive like today? Because you, know, you mean alive today? Or I just mean, in yeah, the I don't think George Washington's showing his nipples anytime soon. Yeah, he and would have. 
You who's think the, he was yeah. who's oh, who's yeah, the no one question. who died in the bathtub? Oh, like, Taft. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't show, die. He just got stuck in there. I well, feel like he's he wearing some old timey yeah, like bathing suit thing. Ezekiel, but yeah. it was chapter two. Mm. Ezekiel two. Oh, good job. Yeah, that was pretty good. Anyways, uh, an ox. He talks about like the four different branches of man. Or maybe it was chapter one. Chapter one, verse. Like, I don't Why know. are you doing? Gonna this have to relook that up. Oxes because he's trying to force you to because if you go off on Ulysses' ox and wait for way uh, longer, you are as stubborn as an ox. That's kind of anyways. I want to talk is, about what is Trump's relationship to Russia and specifically Vladimir Putin. Okay, Putin is a really, really interesting character, and he ha- he comes from this specific area of the KGB and the the Russian secret service. And uh, this, the Russian secret service has slowly kind of taken hold ever since the 90s pretty much, ever since the fall of the Soviet Union. Um and some some and many people have described it almost as like a mafia state whereas the it's a gang that's kind of taken hold in what's called the FSB which is the I'm sorry if I'm sounding too luxury the FSB which is like the the uh, the ancestor no the predecessor shit predecessor no predecessor. after the successor successor yeah. wow sorry. successor to the professor <laughs> professor successor <laughs> the successor to the KGB and um and the FSK. So anyways, the FSB is pretty much where um, we're at now. And Putin was in charge of the KGB and he took all of his men with him when he took power and they are all still in power. And they're not just in power specifically in the government, they've gone on to businesses. So they are pretty much in charge of every single aspect of Russian life. And the FSB, that is. Well, it's it, it's not specific. It is the FSB, totally. It's Yeah, but it's the people who have kind of grew up in that environment, the whole security environment. There's others as well. There's like GRU. There's the GRU as well. There's, there's so there's like, many different – so it literally just like is just be, a bunch of gangs yeah, that are I running the country in a weird way? Yeah, exactly. But okay. these guys are all specifically educated in one specific way. Like they're all creepy CIA agents, but, you know, evil, you know. More evil. You're saying the CIA is not evil? Yeah, okay, good. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Thank you for leading me to this moral equivalency question. Wait, where are we yet? Well, <laughs> what? Well, you're right. <laughs> you know, where? I don't know what well, you just said. The tangent <laughs> he, he's leading me to. Well, I, you can't go on a tangent. I know. I'm, I'm we weren't on a circle yet. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the road. So I'm just telling you. What road? There was no road. The road was. Where we're going, it, there are no roads. There was Putin's road. <laughs> if you don't know where you're going, then everywhere is the right direction. Uh, Alice That's in Wonderland. Um,. Go ahead, mafia, the, the the Russia right now you're asserting is a mafia state run by a bunch of different gangs. One gang. How did it uh, How did it become that way? Um, well, there was a big vacuum of power okay. after the fall of the Soviet Union. Okay. And, Tear down this wall. And who takes power when there's a vacuum of power? Terrorists. Authoritarian people. Authoritarian people, people who are bullies. And that includes organized crime. And that incor- includes people who have power in the Secret Service and the KGB who are already entrenched in the okay, KGB. Okay, so roughly how long has it been like this? Since 1991. I mean, wait, okay, that's not quite true. It was a different era. So there was the Boris Yeltsin era I mean, yeah. of ever yeah. since 91 to about like 90, I'm going to say 99. Okay. And then about, if But that about, was all transitional at that point. It's not like when Boris Yeltsin left office that all this shit took place. For like, sure, yeah. Everything, like once the wall came down, essentially, like anyone that was, uh, the generals that were in power just kind of like stayed in whatever they were in power of and then just declared themselves the owners of those things. I think that's a so good like, point. Yeah. If you were in, if you were the general in charge of the military arms factory now all of a sudden since the government's gone oh well i guess i own this factory i'm rich now fuck you all and that's uh, a large portion of the aristocracy in that country okay yeah it, 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 the fall of communism just kind of took it from one owner to another in some senses which why does is, that matter to us well it matters to us specifically because well 
one. I mean, if you just take anything pre-1990, Russia is our major enemy in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Uh, after 1990, they're still a major enemy because they still have 8,000. No way, new- man. I saw Iron Eagle 3. We were totally tight with them by then. <laughs> well, I saw Red Dawn and Rocky Four, so fuck you. They were both before that. Pre-wall, post-wall, man. Okay, I don't know my... All right, whatever. Yeah, you damn kids weren't what even alive then. What about that movie then. Red Heat? That was a good one, right? Yeah, fucking Yeah, egg. that was a good one. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Pretend to be a Russian. Was that Bill Murray? No, not Bill Murray. Um, no. Uh, uh, Belushi. Yeah. The the lesser Belushi. Sickle yeah. and Stars. The lesser. Yeah. Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. According to Jim. Why does it matter to us? Yeah, I mean, if it, just because Russia does, just because Russia currently is sort of under this, this. I mean, Vladimir Putin is president, right? Well, okay. And is he a legitimate Ish. president or not? Well, that's an that's argument. Debatable. You, that's debatable. I would say no. Okay. Uh, one, the constitution he he recognized as president. What? He won ninety percent of the vote. Oh right, right, okay. Ninety-eight um, percent. Well, here's the way. Oh, no, Ninety-one, I think. The constitution is all fucked up because they basically allow you to run an in perpetuity because you only have you can only have two terms in a row, mm. and then afterwards, if you have another guy for president, you can continue to run again. Oh, didn't so, we talk about this on another show? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Either way, Med- Medvedev was the guy for his third term. So after his two terms, he had Med- Medvedev, and then he could run again for another two. And he's currently. When did that happen? When, when was Medvedev? When I think. Med- I'm going to guess Mariah 2012, Dev. something like that, 2010. What? Yeah, so they just yeah, keep Yeah, Medvedev, swi- no, I'm sorry, 2008, 2009, How long did that last? Uh, about, I think, six years or so. Like a tag team. No yeah. fucking way. Yeah, he had a whole yeah. term. So you just, you swap between being president yeah. and prime minister. Exactly. And just right. I'm keep swapping back and forth. I don't know that, actually. Okay. It's not a big yeah. deal because Putin was still in power. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Vladimir Putin Putin was still the face that whole time. So, like, that's who we were still looking at for the most yeah, part. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, he just changed his title, you know? He just moved oh. offices. So you flop from president to prime minister and then back to president. And doesn't really but he maintains the power the itself. And okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Got to get Got a it. new like thing to put on your desk. You know, exactly like, with a different title. Got it. That's, Executive that's vice president. Yeah, yeah, it's only change. It's like getting experience points or something. Derek, like are you yeah. afraid of Russia at all? Um, those MIGs are pretty. Personally, sweet. no, not really. Okay, why? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I never did anything bad to them. I like their movies. <laughs> So, I think I'm okay. What's your I favorite mean, Russian a, film? I can only name Odessa. <laughs> like, or not you can even, only, really? Uh, for the, that's not even the name of the movie. The, that's the scene. Uh, every, <laughs> everything Andre Tarkovsky <laughs> Pachemkin is the movie you're talking Pachemkin, about. Pachemkin, yeah. Everything, everything our Pachemkin, really? Tarkovsky made. Except, I don't know how to spell. Pachemkin. Except, mm. except they say that Tarkovsky was probably actually killed by the Russian government. So, uh, for, there's a whole for what conspiracy. Reason he, well, why? Um, well, he defected. The last two movies that he made were outside of Russia. We're talking like 50s, 60s? This was no, no, 80s. 80s. Yeah, Yeah, we're talking 80. Andrei Tarkovsky. Yeah, 86 was his last movie. Okay. He died of cancer, but it was the same type of cancer that... uh, Cancer, air quotes. It's basically the same kind of cancer that several people around him also died from. And I mean... Basically, like poison-induced cancer. Right. Russia, <laughs> Russia, of course, gave that, that they radiated that spy who, of course, died of what is a form of cancer. Right. Exactly. And no. I, I actually, this kind of leads me into what Putin I was going to talk killer. about. Um, Bill O'Reilly said Putin's a killer. So we'll get to that in a second. I want to specifically talk about, let me just kind of talk a little bit more about what he specifically alluded to, which sure. is uh, Litvenko. Um, and he's a specific uh Is that the defector. I guess he was a Bond villain and that he was a Russian KGB agent mm. or FSB agent. So he, I mean, really much every Bond movie has Russian bad Yeah, yeah totally. So either way. That is something I'm looking forward to. I, I like the fact that Russia's an enemy again, so we can use them in movies. They kind of aren't. 
kind of are. They're not our enemy. We love them. not doing it so far. They're over. Our president. Has 24 been doing it? Not so far. But I mean, it's only one episode in. And 24 is, you know. Who's Livchenko? Is that still in the air? No, it just started again. Sorry, Litvinenko. Sorry, I said it wrong. Litvinenko. 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 He is. Who's this dish? He we was an FSB agent who defected to mm. London. And basically, he was one of the biggest uh, leaks and told a lot of stuff about a lot of people. And he also represented a big businessman, uh, Boris Berezovsky. I forget exactly how to pronounce his last name. Anyways, the point is that he said a lot of bad stuff about a lot of people in power in the FSB and Putin specifically. And he was literally poisoned with exactly what you were saying, polonium, and irradiated and, yeah. and killed. And that was recent. It was like 2006. In his tea, is in my his understanding. Tea, yeah. Let's know. be more clear, though. What is the biggest, what's the most important thing that he leaked? Exactly. I want to talk about So, one. So, he, start with that. One, well, he, he, that's his words, actually. Inverted I did. pyramid, because, bitch. No, I actually kind of did start with that because that, that he coined the term mafia state and he wrote a book about it. And he basically said exactly what I said was his thesis. Not even a thesis. That's what he reported what's the, on. What's the relevant Insider information. That he just insider information is that it's specifically about how they had to. He he basically leaked the information of their mission to assassinate people. So he made public the FSB's um, missions to literally just kill people. Oh, then maybe I'm, maybe I'm trying yeah, to lead you in the wrong direction. The KGB's it, killing people. It, no, but he made specific, he told specific stuff, and he also has another big one. The big one that supposedly got him killed, and this is funny. Maybe I don't know if it's true. I can talk more about this later, but. Putin being a pedophile, and that's what he pretty much said, is that Putin likes boys, little boys, and that supposedly Putin, when he took power, found a lot of tapes of him having sex with little boys in the FSB and destroyed them, and it's the biggest secret in Russia, and that's what kind of turned the tide and said, and Putin ultimately said, you got to whack him, you got to kill him. This sounds like some Alex Jones shit, man. You know what? It is a little bit. It's a little conspiratorial, but it is what he reported on, and I'll tell you one more thing that I found really creepy about this. There's an instance of Vladimir Putin, I don't know if you guys know this, where he kissed a little five-year-old boy on the stomach in the middle of Red, like Square, Red Square. Not like a, what's it called? Like a raspberry? When yeah, you do like that kind of, It's not that thing. He didn't do that. <laughs> that uh, and a little horrible. five-year-old boy recently <laughs> actually came out. worked when you were and they, had, they had an article about this little boy. He's like 15 now. And he talked about it like last year. And there's an article about it. And he talks about how like, oh, it was so loving. And he didn't wash his stomach for like, for like months. And like his and it was so creepy because it was like, he's like, I felt loved. And then Putin even came public about this and was talking about this incident. And it was because everyone was like, what the fuck? This is weird as shit to just like lift up a five-year-old boy's and kiss his stomach. Like it's creepy shit. It's weird. Really weird. I yeah, mean, we, yeah, uh, we, we, we agree. Mean, Nobody's yeah. arguing. I mean, you're not saying anything. No. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to judge Russian culture, I'm expecting man. like a, more, a bigger like, response. Like, holy shit, Putin's a pedophile. I don't but, know. But, they kiss everyone well, over there. What the fuck am I going to expect? I, I, uh, so you're talking about God. Anyways, I mean, that got him killed. That's all I was saying. I'm well, sorry. well, yeah. I mean, the, the simple fact is we know for a fact he was killed, and he was killed with he was radiated with something that you can't just you can't yeah. just go to the pharmacy and pick it up. And right. then, yeah, that, that's so, a total trademark of the yeah. way that they kill people. That, yeah. yeah, they did it very sloppily too. Like the fact that yeah. they knew the tea kettle, like they found the polonium, the radi- radiation, and all over it, and they know the actual people. And what's funny is two of these dudes are still alive, and they're actually under sanctions by the U.S. They're not allowed to come here. Polonium. Uh, just sounds so made up, like unobtainium or something. It, just, it does. <laughs> it yeah. does. It's true. It sounds like a. It sounds like something. Yeah, definitely yeah. from like oh, a is movie it named after Pluto. No, that'd be no. Plutonium. Oh, the plutonium. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Fucking our turn. I saw Nightmare Back to the Future. I was gonna Polonius monk. monk. Yeah, I was gonna say too. Wait, or not, the Palladium. You wouldn't do Polonius, the Hamlet reference. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Oh, I Sorry. thought you would go to Did that. Did you say well. Polonius monk? <laughs> 
<laughs> Thelonious Monk, but I was just, we were talking about Thelonious, so I was like, Thelonious Monk. I was like, it's fun. that's not right, yeah. But yeah. you're right, Thelonious. <laughs> that's not right, you know. Thelonious said, no, I did know that. Yeah, okay. The just loneliest sure. monk. Just making sure. You it's know, the loneliest monk. The loneliest monk. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good band name, Loneliest Monk. The Loneliest, loneliest monk. monk. Well, Thelonious Monk is already taken, obviously. It's true. We, yeah. It is a little bit of a cop-out. <laughs> so this guy died, <laughs> and Putin killed him. Thelonious. Putin killed him, yeah. Okay. And um, Now, and, so Trump, Trump appears to have this, like, hard-on for for putin why yes, he does why do you think that trump so well, admires the fearless leader i think it's there's a multiple factors here um i think well okay here's another big factor that i, I kind of wanted to get into another conspiracy idea with trump is Yay. that jesus fucking well, christ well, with that hold on no but this is oh, okay, question sorry, in the meantime how successful has trump been in in getting into russia because i know that internationally business-wise like that's a good. And that's, that's what I was going to say. Is that recently okay. is Ro- the... Rosneft? We just okay. So Rosneft is the company, the state-owned Russian company that owns all the oil and gas. Mm. Uh, they are currently owned by a man named Igor Sechin. Igor Sechin is known as the second most powerful man in Russia, and he pretty much makes like a twenty billion million dollars a year. He's a billionaire, blah blah. Like obviously, and he recently it was known that uh, it was reported. On, I think like a couple weeks ago, maybe two, maybe a week ago, that twenty percent of Rosneft was sold to an unknown bidder. Now, we also know, and again, this is getting conspiratorial, that the dossier that was released through BuzzFeed said that Donald Trump bought 19.5% or something, or it was off by like 0.5% of Rosneft. I don't know. That makes me smart. I think it's yeah. it's a little it's 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 a, it's a little interesting. Diversify, uh, bitch. Um, I, I, and everyone says the dossier is Stop bullshit. So I don't know what to think about that. I think it's very interesting. I think it's coincidental. Um, I don't know. It, it does lead me down a conspiratorial bent. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's bullshit? The fact that there's 19% that was sold supposedly to, from Trump. I mean, but Trump bought 20% of Rosneft, and then all of a sudden we see weeks later that Rosneft was sold to an unknown bidder, 20, exactly 19%. Uh, the, the problem is that the dossier that you're talking about is the the PP docs, right? Right, exactly. So the, that has been fairly debunked. From I don't every- know if that's the problem. That that was part of the over. There, there could be many sections of the dossier that are true, and many sections of it that are false. From my understanding, most of that is almost made up whole cloth from 4chan to see what they could get into the news. No, what about, I, what about I, I that think the guy who leaked agent? it? I'm pretty sure the guy who leaked it was the dude. Was the same guy you were just talking about? Lev, Lev, whatever the fuck. No, he's an MI6 agent. Uh, and the MI6 agent got it from a KGB agent. Yes, and this is very interesting. The defector, D- who's exactly what you're talking about? Not the same. It's a different dude. But oh, burr, burr, very burr, similar burr. because he was just murdered a week ago. That's what I'm, right. That's what, yes. what I thought you were talking his, about. Uh, let me sorry. Let me find his name. His name is so okay. So so let, just to trace back. So we have the 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 oh. dossier that was that was you know yeah. uh, essentially released by the you know whatever. Continue. No, we know you it's go. fuzzy. The point is that the MI6 agent dude he got his information supposedly from a guy named Oleg Erovinkin. Okay. A very, very, very famous dude in Russia, and he was supposedly the deputy, the second in command to Sechin. Remember, I just said Sechin yes. is the second in command overall in mm-hmm. Russia, second most powerful man in Russia. So the second, like the chief of AD? staff, basically, of the second most powerful man in Russia was just murdered in his Lexus, like in like near Red Square, like in Moscow. Murdered how? Like, like execution like, style. Execution style. Execution Shot. style. Shot in the back of the head. Nice. Yep. And um, sends a message. And that. Obviously, was not that long after the dossier was released. So supposedly, that uh, people are saying that 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 he was had ties to these leaks, and that and that was to, a punishment for that, or to cover him up even more. Hmm. Russia sounds awesome. 
It's a fucking mafia. It's, it's a mafia. It's like, like a fucking yeah. Scorsese movie. Have you seen the dash cam video? It sounds it's amazing. <laughs> Russia sounds fucking amazing. Uh-huh. I want to move to Russia now. Oh, libertarian yeah. utopia. <laughs> I mean, if you got money, hey, if it's you fun. You can make it there. You can make it anywhere, guys. <laughs> I don't okay. like that. Moscow. Hey, I'm from Moscow. fucking New Jersey. Okay, you don't. You guys don't understand. If I go to fucking Moscow, I'll be all right. You don't know how lucky you are, boy. Talk to a guy. I talked to a guy who owns a rug store over on Melrose today. He tried to get hard to me. He tried to get hard. He tried to get hard to you. Tried to get hard to me. Tried to get hard with me. <laughs> so wait, let's just go over what just happened. He just said he went to a he rug, a rug store, store, and that some guy tried to get hard to him. Yeah. We talking Merkins here? What kind of rugs? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's not a rug store. The guy in the back was fucking, you know, trying to get hard. Anyway. <laughs> What in the fuck? No, I'm kidding. The dude was like a mafia guy, and he was like getting hard with me, and it was funny. Mm-hmm. But I had my hat off. But I, you know, I had taken my hat off, and well, I know how. What to, were you did trying you buy to? Oh, yeah, you have to, to elaborate. Yeah. They're gonna be. What's fil- going on? So, so I, I go around and I'll do location scouting, and I'll get permission from you know the, the right. area if they're you know okay. if they're gonna go over time for the city or whatever. Um, and and so sometimes I'll do it for businesses if they're gonna park in front of. And I've done the same guy many different times, and every fucking time I come in, he's he's essentially a mafia dude because it's like <laughs> well, it's, so it's a front, <laughs> but. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, but what, people so, can't buy rugs. What the fuck? <laughs> and uh, and it's funny because I have you know I I you know my my Jersey instincts are very you know <laughs> yeah we know <laughs> I come in I got my hat off but I'm good and I'm 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 hard. <laughs> <laughs> so you came at him, bro. <laughs> can you use another term? <laughs> no, I keep yeah, doing it so we can do move on. Term. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I don't. I, okay, you're in uh, charge. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, that, that, the I mean, mafia state. The mafia awesome. state. It's about the you, mafia. You think it's pretty the mafia cool. State. Yeah, and so does Trump. And I Trump. Think. And there's some Trump element of it's that. Kind of fucking cool. Yeah. And you know, I think there's an element. Do you of, think Trump knows this? By the way, of about well, which parts? Is that he's a killer? No. Um, he knows that they will give him money, and I, no one else will. I think the the overall sense of of Russia today, no pun intended, uh, is is Trump aware of it? No. Okay. What makes you believe that? What is Trump aware of? Well, I would say he's part of the camp, and there's a big right wing of this now who just think Russia is all good and they're willing to forgive everything they've ever done. Um, there's a few of them. Uh, there's one specifically, so weird, the representative from Orange County, um, Roar, Rohrbacher. Uh, he's a, is that the popcorn guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's um, Putin's favorite uh, congressman, and he just defends everything he does. And there's oh, this whole thing, this whole element of Alex Jones as well, not specifically Alex Jones, but that Infowars-style RT element of the right-wing alt-right that really does love Putin. Um, they think he's a strong man, and they think he is, you know, also part of white supremacy in many ways, about pushing up his nation- nationality and, and being part of this conglomerate. Which appears to be demonstrably I, true, so by the way. So as an avid watcher most recently of the InfoWars and the Russia Today, I have to wholeheartedly disagree with that. That is one of the biggest things that has been, I, I think, perpetrated by the left, is that these people are, are pushing any sort of racism. That has never come across in any of the things I have seen on either InfoWars or Russia Today. Maybe maybe he means more nationalism. Yeah, I didn't I think a, I think a very, very different. Yeah, that's well, very they, different. There's a course. crossover, and the crossover is the immigration stuff. That's the deal. Is when you start right but it's 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 
uh, again, I hate to use this dangerous language bullshit, but yeah. I think it is actually kind of dangerous to start labeling everyone as a Nazi, labeling everyone as a racist. I didn't. Okay, I agree with that. I'm not going to disagree anything with that. I didn't mean to like just blatantly call someone a racist like that. But I don't. This is also another point we can get later. But I mean, we, is it really worse to call someone a racist than to be a racist? This is something that no, we, we're but debating the prob- through. The problem is that now racism has become the blanket term that makes it okay to do whatever you want to someone. Mm. So by, oh, yeah. by I, calling someone I a Nazi, I can beat the hell out of them and that's okay because fuck, they were a Nazi. Fuck them. Well, well I think not only that, but also you stop trying to understand totally. the person's position if you're calling them like a racist or like a Nazi automatically. You I know agree. what I mean? I Whereas Godfrey's nationalism, we can kind of uh, evaluate yeah, the Godfrey. nationalism and like why... I agree, but there, there, you have to admit Gottlieb's that there's right. elements of nationalism, Gottlieb. there's economic nationalism, and there's there's ethnic nationalism. And, and a lot of the alt-right literally is ethnic nationalist. In fact, that's kind of what they identify themselves as that. They even call themselves identitarians, if I mean, that's what Richard Spencer does. But I'm just saying, the, when you talk about the alt-right, they are... There is an element of that. And if you're just going to ignore no, no, that element I'm, of the alt right, no, I, I don't know what to say to you. No, you just I'm saying, saying you said the alt right doesn't have any elements of racism. Info, info wars in Russia today are not alt right. Then, if that's the definition I, that we're using for alt right, so for saying the, that alt right means that they are racist, national racist nationalists or national racists, whatever you want to call it, then no, info wars in Russia today do not qualify. Fine, maybe they I are nationalists certainly, but not racial nationalists. There is a difference. They might be behind the surface and see them. And that might all still be there, but it is definitely not apparent with what they put on the screen. Can we talk about Russia Today real quick? Do you sure, mind? of course. Okay, tell us about Russia Today, Shawnee. What about it? Well, what is it, first of all? It is basically the BBC from Moscow. Okay. So it is a a world news station that is government funded, essentially. So there aren't commercials. The commercials are interstitials for their other shows. And they are... Um, they are, as far as I've seen, essentially just opposition. So opposition, what? Well, um, you know, kind of just showing the the alternate point or the uh, alternate to what mainstream media seems to be. So when Barack was in charge, everyone they were a little bit more anti-Barack. Oh, contrarian. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm certainly People drawn right to them. People read after your own heart. Exactly. My yeah. <laughs> so the the idea is just the 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 presenting of larger scale alternate viewpoints, but for the most part, they're essentially like BBC. They are uh, a, a reliable new, news source. Fairly reliable, as reliable as anyone. I mean, I don't What's trust the, the fairly BBC part? Because I don't trust anyone. So okay. it, it is, you know, as um, it, what is it? Uh, uh, a trust but verify, as Reagan used How to say. How do you determine what's true then? Just as a quick side note. Truthiness. Gut. Is it percentage levels, like gut percentage levels <laughs> more, you got going more on? More convincing or? than not? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, how, how do you judge anything? The, the idea of the amount of um, information that you have to one side or the other, but weighed against the sources of those information. Okay. So, oh, sorry. Uh, no, I mean, so certainly I, when I watch InfoWars, I am aware that there is a certain slant. But when I watch CNN, I'm aware there's a certain slant. When I watch Fox News, I'm aware that there's a certain slant. And to me, that is inherent in news. That is inherent in free press. I think that 
or you know put the press or the uh, you know whoever is making that media should have the ability to have that. Okay. The, it, it is on the consumer to to understand what that uh, uh, the the bias is of the media that you're consuming. Couldn't agree more. To a, a quick you, tangent on the tangent on the tangent. <laughs> it is it is almost well, impossible. The <laughs> it is almost it is almost impossible to. Um, to vet pre- everything. No, no, no. What I mean is to to uh, from a, from a journalistic standpoint mm-hmm. to present the facts in a in a completely unbiased way totally. because it's boring. You you there's no way to you can't sell shit. Yeah. Well, you, it's not even sell shit. It's just you. you it, it's if I just lay out literally a list of facts. Yeah. Then it it it, it there's no way to understand what it means. Yeah. Right. What, so what the, the bias fuck was that a lot of Snowden movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the bias a lot of times comes from um, this, the mere fact that every journalist, no matter what, needs to craft it into some form of a narrative. And the idea is reporting in good faith. So it appears as or, – so it is as not necessarily unbiased but is is reported in good faith, like I said. Um, so – um, but to get – I guess all the way back, come to think of it, on the Russia Today, because you answered some fun questions. And, and by the way, everybody try to find truth the same way Sean fought us. I think that's, I think that's good. Um, really? You were ragging on me for fucking five episodes here. Well, <laughs> well Sean, if I was nice to you, that's you'd true. be so mean I'd to kick me. You out. You'd be so mean to me if I was nice to you. Derek, no. is it, isn't the U.S. like the U.S. is helping to fund some alternatives to Russia Today, is my understanding correct? Uh, in that's, that's in Moscow, brand new, like, yeah, news, right? yeah. I mean, well, there is uh, what is that uh, Radio America that okay. is essentially the see that is one of the things that Radio like, Free America. Or something? Uh, no, no, I think no, Radio like Free radio. America. That's the the liberal radio oh, that right, Al Gore tried to start. Got it. Um, but the number um, pack <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, uh, America does have a sort of international uh, propaganda machine that we do fund from our government. So there huh. is news, television, and radio stations around the world that are portraying, you know, kind of the government arm. And this is one of those things I was bringing up uh, in recent episodes about us getting rid of the um, uh, the law that protects us from propaganda is that now that stuff is being brought here. We essentially have right. our, our ministry of truth that is going to be telling us what things are happening Good from Christ. the perspective of the government. And that is going to be now pure propaganda. And that's what I've been crying about for fucking the last 20 years it's only terrifying you fucking snowflakes because someone you don't like is now in charge don't but you, it's always been fucking bullshit don't you impute my snowflakes <laughs> fuck your snowflakes <laughs> um, quick melt thing. on the fire of my fury so, Joey I'm sorry quick oh, wait, so go ahead. So, so, but that means then that, that we should just focus on like what the Kardashians are doing basically right that's <laughs> well, clearly what we should that's the, the, that's the most important news thing. on that yeah. right real, real quick though you were back to Russia today Uh-oh. you um, you, you were I'm sorry it's fascinating just the last question on, yeah. on Russia today. Yeah. Um, you said that it, it, it is clearly nationalist. Um, what does that mean? Nationalism? No, or... no, not nationalism. No, no, no. I don't want to do this, guys. This is no, no. I, I'm not. It's not philosophical. I just want to understand okay. when he said mm-hmm. like Russia today right, appears go, go, to be go, go, very go, nationalistic. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so in the same way, like that... pro Russia, basically, they're just um, no, no. Well, I mean, the, the you have to understand that Russia today is kind of is mainly hosted by Americans. So there are American shows that are broadcast out of Moscow. There are some Americans that are in Moscow broadcasting. Okay. But it is mainly American voices that you are hearing. 
stirring. So it is a um, uh, when I'm talking about the nationalism, I'm talking. You know, they have the the Russia Today news feed, then they have the Russia Today American news feed, or the Russia Today World news feed. Where are and all so, these feeds? Uh, RussiaToday.com. Just or, internet streaming. Yeah, yeah, they, oh, hold on. Look, I mean, I can, they used, they I are can, television channels. I can shed certain. a little light. So I don't even know why I'm feeding this. There are three. There's Arabic, Spanish, and English. And RT America is is in Washington D.C. Cool. Uh, yes, but a lot of their broadcasts are still part of the World Network. Sure, so you get no, the they're based from, out of Moscow. They're, yeah, 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 exactly. So still, what do you mean by their their nationalists? No, yeah, nationalists. So as far as the American nationalism, this is a lot of the Alex Jones stuff too. The idea is that we are basically getting fleeced by the rest of the world. That the rest of the world is taking advantage of the fact that we are there to save them from everything. So our military is being pushed to the brink and basically making us go poor because we are paying for everyone else's uh, uh, conflicts and to protect everyone else. Mm -hmm. So all these other countries that we are basically kind of colonizing, but not saying they're colonies and we're just protecting, Mm -hmm. you know, we have so many troops in Japan and so many troops in Germany still, and so many troops just all over the world that are just peacekeeping that we are are paying for. And the UN asked us to pay for it. The European Union asked us to pay for these things. And so nationalism is basically... Basically, hold on the fuck, hold the fuck on. Let's take care of our crumbling infrastructure. Let's take care of the fucking shit that's falling apart here at home. Then we can worry about the ideology of the rest of the country. Then we can try and you know spread out from there. But if we if we keep ignoring the the problems that we have festering at home, we're no longer going to be capable of doing what we do for the rest of the world. You're right, but I think you need to think about the American. You need to think about the American Empire, and I'm going to call it that as 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 kind of holding the ears of of a wolf. And if you let go, obviously disaster happens. And I think you need to really think about what goes on. Hold on. You need to think about what good the American empire does in this world, actually. Mm-hmm. NATO is probably the most successful. Oh, if we stepped away now, shit would fall apart. There's no question there. But so it's a matter saying, of stepping then? things back. So we don't have to just— No arguments there. I mean, well, I, he's not I, saying anything. He's presenting the argument. No, yeah, I agree, totally. actually. I think— I, I agree we should scale back our stuff like that and bring back down our empire and stuff like that. But I think the issue here is is the moral equivalency stuff that I fall into because you start saying that USA is just as bad as Russia. In, in our empire, in our CIA, in our freedom of the press, you said RT America is just like BBC. So I guess theoretically that the, the, the your equivalency is there. And I kind of agree with you that they're kind of ref- reflective of each government. Yeah. Um, if we're rating and, trustworthiness, I certainly put BBC I don't blame, above Russia I don't today. blame RT. I blame... Putin. I don't blame BBC for, and I don't give credit to BBC for being awesome. I give credit to the UK people because that's the UK's constitution and their freedom of press. Uh, you know, I think we just need to really specific. But BBC is not freedom of press. BBC is government control. Yes, I agree. But, but there's still freedom of press in that country. Let's say someone from the BBC said something controversial about Theresa May. What's going to happen to them? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Well, usually. I, I think what about too, someone in our team? I'm sorry. No, that's think, why. That's why BBC too, though, is a good like, example. Well, be, we're we're looking at it from our perspective, totally. right? Maybe the maybe BBC covers things that are British, not so in great. a different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a in a slant. Sure. Uh, I mean, I we don't, don't know. You know, what I I, mean? I, do, I agree. I'm sure there is some sort of bias yeah. there. I don't disagree at all. I'm just simply saying we can't just simply BBC draw moral equivalency. Very... You can you can point out criticisms in the UK. You can point mm-hmm. out criticisms in the USA. I am definitely one to do that. I'm just saying, when you start comparing us to Russia, that's when I start losing you. Why? Because we are not Russia for the million fucking time. Why not? Why are they so much worse? Because of what Mr. Vladimir Putin has done for the past 20 years. And what, what they've which done. Which is what? 
which is murdered people in the press who speak out against him, which is pass a law last week decriminalizing domestic violence. You can punch your wife in the face once and have a warning. But yeah, but you'll pay $500. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, 500 Yeah, I apologize. Of course. Uh, yeah, being gay is outlawed. What else can I say? If you're, what, how, Ask someone from Georgia or Ukraine or Latvia or Lithuania how they feel about Vladimir Putin and the Russian nationalism. It's not just one fucking country we have to think about when they're causing all this harm in the world and they're not just doing it right on their borders. They're causing it in Syria. They literally bomb hospitals in Aleppo, causing hundreds of thousands of people to die. And we were just simply saying, oh, they're equivalent to us. We're killers too. Yeah, so, I guess so, Donald Trump. We're killers too. We're, we're, we're not innocent, right? Well, no, I think this is actually a, a very real and true generational thing. Um, y- you are about, what, seven years younger than me. And when I was going to school, coming up through public school, there was a very um, sort of national pride that was kind of hammered into us. This idea that of the American exceptionalism, the idea that America was by far the greatest country in the world. There was absolutely no exception. There, No one could compare to us. We are this golden beacon, shining golden store, whatever on the hill or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, as I got older, we got, uh, our generation got disillusioned from that stuff and we saw sure. all the horrible things that our government has perpetrated. And then, you know, to, that's just kind of something that our generation rectifies a little bit different than yours, I think. I think you guys kind of came up when we were realizing that that stuff wasn't totally true and then you're just kind of that pushback and that that pendulum swing. Do you mean me as a, ge- I don't think I'm a representative of my generation, by the way. I gotta say. Uh, I, I don't think. I, I'm just making the larger point the ultimate hipster rejecting his generation I just don't full think of hipsters no no I, I, wow <laughs> it was like the most hipster thing I've said no, <laughs> totally. but not in general but on this point I think this does clear or does is representative of that generational divide and sure. there is you know my if I am still part of generation X we are very I don't very, know if it's generation uh, I, I do see the divide I, I want to say I don't know if it's generational I think it happens from a certain point of view, because I mean, it's a certain personality that's just willing to believe more conspiratorial things. And I think that's kind of this era of you're either on board with facts or you're on board with saying, I don't know the facts, so it's a wash. And that's kind of the, the, the deal I'm trying to fight now is these people that kind of just say, you know what, Russia's bad. And look at all the horrible things the U.S. has done. So, wow, it's just the same. And this is the same thing I fight all the time on the left, because this is specifically Noam Chomsky's whole deal. And we've talked about this before, is that, you know, the USA, everything they do abroad is simply evil. So they should just simply back off because they're just as evil as every other terrorist in the world. Um, and I just wholeheartedly disagree. That's I, I can't. I, I mean, I know this sounds lame and just patriotic. So, once but I again, just, it, because intention matters, but let me ask you this then. Sure. What is the intention of America when they do the things, the, the equivalent things that Trump is saying that we do? What is our intention that makes it so much more noble than, for example, Russia's? I'll give you a good example of what Gary Kasparov— What do we want? Sure. I'll give you a good example, a good analogy with Gary Kasparov. Maybe this isn't enough, but he says that uh, imagine there's a bus driving and there's an old lady in front of the bus about to be hit. Um, the Russian CIA or the or the FSB or basically Russia would push um, would would push the woman into the bus or like push her like you know closer to the bus and kill her. Um, the U.S. government would go and push the woman out of the way of the bus and get killed by the bus. 
And he's saying the equivalency there is, yes, you can clearly say both of you are pushing old ladies. How dare you push an old lady? But the overall outcome is just so different in both situations that you're not quite looking at it from that angle. Does that not make sense? Um, you're looking at me like it doesn't make sense. I, I'm Gary. Gary Kasparov is very good at chess. He's probably. Uh, let me just say, I didn't, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to understand from a. Chess I didn't quite explain players. that quite as well as he probably should have. But there's. Uh, what does America want when they do the things that we do? What do we want? We want one global stability, okay. um, and that's something that we've tried to hold in place since World War II. And I think this overall is just simply NATO and U.S. is NATO and U.S.'s influence all over the world is NATO. And they really want to avoid another world war. I think that that's yeah. a strong intention. I think that the, uh, like, if that can be perpetrated across the world, I think that that's a better thing. What are some countries that don't want that and why? Well, well, OK. And I'm going to all of the countries that don't have voting rights. Well, well Russia's number one. Russia is the leading this whole triumvirate of douchebag countries. They're in connection with Iran. They're obviously in connection with Bashar al-Assad. Yeah, it's a technical term. Mm. They're in connection with China, whose connection with North Korea. That's I mean, four. That's more than triumvirate. Oh, uh, shit. You're right. I didn't mean to say triumvirate. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. Ax Coalition. Axis? Is that three, too? You can do it. Could be Axis. a pyramid. Coalition. Coalition of the douche. Okay. Douche coalition. And he wants to expand it. And that's really another whole thing about Russia is that he doesn't just, he's not settling. He wants Guess more. Guess what, though? He's got us on his side, exactly. too. Exactly. That's the whole thing we I want to say. We are part of the fucking bad we guys. We are part of that. I don't that. know if you guys know that now. We're the bad guys. So, yeah, that's movies are about to get But good. hold on. I want to talk also about Marine Le Pen because that's something that's coming up in May is that um, their big election now is France. And Marine Le Pen is the France, you know, National Front. The, we um, come from France. She's pretty much the Trump of France. And... Um, She's this. She's the daughter of of, of the, the father Le Pen. He was the the head of this really crazy National Front, which was much more racist than anti-Semitic and all that stuff. And they got rid of a little bit of it supposedly. And but now they're all about anti-immigration and kicking the Muslims out of France. God, are we on the brink of like this fucking crazy? Yes. Um, and basically, yeah. so the election for presidency for France is up in May, and she's up right now, currently in the polls. So that's and she's clearly, by the way, there's been proven she's literally on Putin's payroll. Putin pays her. Okay. So he's at the head of this. He's in charge of all the stuff. He wants them to win. Does she like Brie and Camembert? I would say no. <laughs> she's French. Yeah, but she's a douchey French who doesn't appreciate the good things. Okay. Then I don't want to vote for her. Oh, but no, I am. You can't. You're not going to vote for her. Anyways, I guess my point is Trump is just Although a Although illegals Trump. vote here, so I guess you could vote there, right? <laughs> don't get me started, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I, so when I said, are we on the brink of a, uh, you said yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do, the, the, whatever scary Global thought you had. thermal <laughs> nuclear war. No, I'm not. I, I guess in a weird, I, so, okay, if the Nazis had won. <laughs> like what? Maybe they did. Isn't this an Amazon show? I guess it's that's the question. Yeah, yeah, like, very, yeah, it's, it's called it Man in High Castle. It's a, Philip, it's a Philip K. Philip K. Dick. Philip K. Dick, yeah. Book, yeah. Or Man, Man in High Castle. Man in High Castle. It's boring as fuck. I thought I said that, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I just repeated you then. Yeah. I apologize. Oh, no, it's fine. I, I made it. I believe it's man in the high castle. That's what oh. I said. That's what yeah. I said. That makes no, sense. No, no, you didn't. What did, I, what did you think I said? <laughs> oh, fucking oh. goddamn. <laughs> I drank in my calendar too fast. Downtown <laughs> Abbey. That's what it's called. <laughs> I don't know, man. Downtown Julie Brown? All right. Not just, yet. Are mm. we on the brink of it, though? Like, are we really going to? Brink of what? What's brink, your question? Brink of Are you going to say thermonuclear war? What are you no, going to say? No, I'm World not going to say thermonuclear war. What are you going to say, then? Ask me the question. Um, This kind of, oh, man, I, I don't know what it is. White lash. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. It's a turn to <laughs> the- Global the, white lash. No, it's a turn to the national- Is it a global white lash? No. The edge of destruction. Nationalism. It's a nationalism lash. 
nationalized. So, yeah. but but can so it be global nationalism? I no. Mean, yeah. So the the Jonesian concept <laughs> here is that it is anti uh, anti globalism. So the idea that we were sold a bill of goods in that if we outsourced our manufacturing to China, we would be able to uh, excel in other areas. And that uh, but it can't go true. back. The fucking manufacturing. It's not robots are going to take everybody's job. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's totally. what Kelly that's says. That's globalism is here whether right. you like it or not, Alex Jones. Yeah. Sorry. So you can't fight the globalists. globalists. They, we, they've already won. Globalism is done. It, that's what's happening. That's how the world is from now on. It's interconnected. It's a web. Unless we all go back to fucking sticks and stones beating each other, then right. it's going to be a global war. The, it's going to be a global society. And then uh, same thing with you know manufacturing jobs. People do, the, aren't, those the jobs prob- don't exist. The, the problem that they have win. is most of those treaties are one-sided and that one side goes against America's interest usually. So the, this is the reason we- Which we, ones? Well, this is the reason that we tried to, that uh, he pulled us out of TP. I disagree with that. Well, I think TP is, is in America's interest, and I will fight you to the death about it. I'm saying this is the reason that they. <laughs> this go. is the reason why he pulled us out. I'm not saying this is true. I'm just saying this is what what they think. The idea everybody would have pulled out TPP. Sorry, go ahead. Well, and that's the that's the total. Other I don't thing. approve of the pull out method. It, it works. Sh- probably should. Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. Not not safe. It's not <laughs> safe. No, but you so, only live once. Yeah, you know me. I don't know, Russia, right yeah. now. That was TPP, you know me? Yeah. What's happening with Russia? No. Why, no. What is Trump's relationship with Russia? Well, Trump really thinks uh, highly of Putin. He said it's it. It's complicated. It is complicated. I mean, I've already said there might be conspiratorial economic stuff. He hasn't released his tax returns. All, all this stuff is just very shady. And when you add it all up with process of elimination, like very conspiratorially, like I said, it only leads to one- Why are you going to one... point at me? Sorry, you're right. That was rude. <laughs> I apologize. Um- but yeah, you are a representative of conspiracy I, here. Yeah. It all points at him being economically tied to the at government. At this point, of I'm Russia. really glad you are. <laughs> at this point, I'm actually and really. May, you know what? Maybe it's I'm not- glad that Sean's done all this research, like a lifetime of conspiratorial <laughs> research. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to hear it now. Keep I mean, it up I'm with still, the Joneses. I'm always. Yeah. That's good. Do you have a keep it up? We, you need a drop for that. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, let me know if this is wrong, but. My kind of yeah, thanks. Uh, My kind of, I think that maybe it's that girl that got away for him. America is for Russia. No, 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 no. For Trump, Russia is that. How so? Um, Well, it seems like he doesn't have a foothold in there as well as he would like to. You know what I mean? Business wise, oh, there's no Trump Tower there. There's There's no no Trump Tower there. There's no casinos. So I think I think it's kind of. To me, I think there's still this a kind of thing of like that missed opportunity, and huh. so Absolutely. I think he's still courting them. Is that yeah. tr- there's no Trump? There's no Trump some, businesses no. and Trump well, towers. Sanctions. No, yeah. not, no one's allowed. Yeah, yeah, it's all kind of government. Oh and, my and god, of course, you this cracked give the him, case, Mister Laporte. This would <laughs> give him mean? that opportunity. <laughs> we, we, we know what he's got. He didn't crack the case of Trump. I, I cracked the case. He cracked the case. Sorry, right now. You're right. One breaking news. He won everything. You're right. Pulitzer Prize, Derek Laporte. Wow. I'd stake my Pulitzer on it. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it's always the one that gets away, Pulitzer, right? Yeah, that's always Pulitzer. the one Well, then it's right, because whatever you say is right. I, that's fucking wrong. And you were referencing the Hudsucker proxy, I, I was. think. Nice. You know, for kids. Good reference. Exactly. Very nice. <laughs> we're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us Look laughing at us. and joking. <laughs> we're having fun. I'm so happy. The world is ending. We're all okay. We're smiling. <laughs> all right, let's, like let's talk smiling. about nuclear weapons, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a 
fucking transition. <laughs> what did you get? You and your sausage. <laughs> Hey, what, what the hell? Wait, I encourage wait, wait, wait. the kid when he which, does well. Which kind with of... the sausage? You gotta lay your sausage down? like my sausage. Mr. Laporte, please. Oh New, nuclear, nuclear weapons or the kind of nuclear stuff that's just leaking into the uh, ocean? That's which, a whole which different one thing. Do you, that's a whole different thing. It's it still is a, nuclear, it is, right? It's a different thing, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was specifically, nuclear so says Rick specifically Perry. I'm going to nuke you kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, that's okay. what I was discussing. ICBMs and whatnot. So Trump's conversation with Putin recently was put on hold as far as I understand. Ah, yes. Why? Tell me about that. Well, supposedly he did not quite, and this is again a leak through a source. I'm, I'm so gonna, FaceTime, right? This, the, <laughs> so he didn't have his makeup on. So, dude, the leaks coming out of the White House are fucking amazing. What is that? Uh, fake, uh, fake, pr- fake POTUS. Let's let's, fake, have, uh, let's have it take so a second and talk about rogue, a few of the funny leaks. Rogue, rogue POTUS. Rogue POTUS. There you go. Rogue yeah. POTUS. Yeah, there is a rogue. There is a rogue. Um, uh, what do they even fucking say? Staffer. What's the word? Staffer, yeah. There's a rogue staffer who essentially is just tweeting <laughs> the most in the extremely reliable source, all the things that are happening, so I encourage you to follow it on Twitter. Also, Maggie Haberman and I think Glenn Thrush just had an article in the New York Times. Like a generic, um, basic Glenn. <laughs> That's the good. Fuck? SNL. It's an SNL, SNL reference. inside joke. Um, for everyone who saw SNL. Right. Yeah, for <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Fucking reference. I realized that was dumb. <laughs> um, they, they, uh, once again, they have which insanely... is having its largest fucking audience in twenty years. <laughs> they, I, I'm amazed that they actually are going to change. They could theoretically change the course of this fucking country. They always have. Yeah. They've always been influential. They have. N- they've been influential. Not always, no, not no. to this political degree where I they mean, can say heads, something that you know. Cornheads <laughs> um, was not doing the, much it, for it us. It could be argued, Sarah, Sarah Palin. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, most people still attribute. True. The I yep. see Russia from my so, house absolutely. to her, and that yeah. was 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. But, a, but still, uh-huh. I, but, ne- but that was one incident as opposed to a president. So, yeah, what, what, yeah. I, I guess I don't mean swaying public opinion. I mean, yeah. actually, um, I'm swaying the the White House's action by case basis. Like, I mean, Sean Spicer is going to get fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a thing that's gonna happen. It's not directly related to SNL, but I mean, in, in such but, a way that but it's directly related. Okay, hold on. <laughs> over under how long. I said three weeks. Oh, three weeks. Yeah. So Wasn't wait, three from weeks. the start. No, from oh, now. now. Yeah. No, but only because I'm basing it off of what I said the last time I said it, which was like what two months ago was when I said, or a month, a month and a half oh, ago. Oh, you give him like two uh, months. Quick digression. Yeah. Do you know what Trump was upset about mostly with the SNL portrayal of Spicer? That it was a woman. That it was a woman. That he was portrayed by a woman. Yeah. yeah. That's they also, by the way, they also did this on uh, Fox, <laughs> on Fox and Friends. Steve Ducey slash Ducey Douchey can't say it. Yeah. Just uh, say Douchey. Well, yeah, you're right. Doshi. Uh, he basically said the same thing. He's like, wow, can you believe that they actually made... How? He's like, what do you think was worse? Your impression of you or her, or her impression of him? No, hers was worse. Way worse because it was a woman <laughs> portraying a man. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Sorry, that was the weirdest. A woman thing. portraying a man portraying a woman? It's just so fucking sick. Victor Victoria. God damn it. Okay. In Manface? She was in Manface? <laughs> yeah, <she's> in Manface. <laughs> I don't know where we are anymore. Well, I want to talk about nuclear weapons, <laughs> oh, but I'm trying. I'm you. trying not to scare the shit God out of you. D- okay, so so Trump's <laughs> conversation. Into that pool. All right. Trump's conversation with Putin was put on. We can put nukes on drones now. Recently, yes. Thank you. I can see Russia from my house. <laughs> So it was put on hold because he basically was started discussing with Putin the, said, new, the hang new, on the New Start Treaty, uh, which was already been in place since 2011 or 2010. I'm sorry, 2011. The New Start Treaty. Start. 
Start. New start. New start. Is that the one where we keep dismantling our shit? Like we're gonna have a new start. Is that the one where we like agree to dismantle a certain amount of nukes every year? Exactly. Um, and it's funny. Trump called it the startup in the debates and stuff, (laughs) where he didn't understand it. Uh, Start me. Clearly has no idea what it is. So he paused to ask, you know, one of his aides about it because he didn't understand. And then he claimed to say to Putin, "Oh, this is a bad deal. You're getting the best of us. Blah 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 blah. I want to renegotiate this deal. Uh, The deal is basically to cut both of our nukes in half, both of us in half completely. Um, Wouldn't they explode? <laughs> no, no, no. That's you, not how the nukes work. Yeah, you split the atom, not, not the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You have to cut the red wire first. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, red fine. wire and yeah. the blue wire. <laughs> and the blue wire, right. Okay. Uh, I, it's just scary. Um, he talked about a nuclear buildup before. And I don't have a problem necessarily with the modernization of our nuclear weapons because we already found out, as an earlier podcast we talked about, they're being used with floppy disks. Uh, so it's really embarrassing, the infrastructure there. So f- well, by all means, modernize our nukes. Okay, for, go for it. Uh, and cut our nukes in half. That's what I'm absolutely for. I don't know. For. Modern not always so great. My yeah, car is pretty modern. It's kind of fucked up. Well, I think we're more likely now. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, what was that? Still, I if we cut them in half, we still have the most, right? That was really funny. We still have. No. No, no. R- Russia's got the most. Russia, uh, Russia's got the most. Russia's, they Russia's cut it in about, half. About 8,000. We have about 7,000. Mm-hmm. Um, the next most is about China. I think they have 300. Are ours more powerful? Uh, no. Uh, they're about the same. Ours are a little bit. We have better delivery systems. We have better ICBMs. Okay. Mm. Um, can we shoot a, can we like Star Wars a thing anywhere. out of a- No, we- we Classified. Yeah, we, 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 no one admits to having any nukes in uh, in space. It is supposed to be internationally probably. illegal for us to have war in, or any sort warheads. of warheads in space. Yes. Uh, oh, that's not what um, I meant. What I meant was, can we shoot a warhead out of the sky? I oh, mean, the, from a the Star Wars program, no, essentially? No, yeah, we can yeah, essentially yeah. do the same thing with a ballistic missile. It goes up and it goes straight up into the air and right. it comes down from space in a ballistic. So it's pretty much the same thing. That's it's called that, Gravity's Rainbow. Tune into Literally Literary. Totally. Like hmm. three months ago. Make sure well, to that, stock up on your bananas, people. Yeah, wasn't that the <laughs> Patriot yeah, missile? That, well, the V2 rocket. That we No, the V2 was the first fucking thing. The Patriot missile was what we were using in Iraq to shoot down other missiles. That's correct. Oh, I, I thought you were still <laughs> talking about Thomas Finchin. Jesus fucking Christ. All I want to talk about is fuck your rainbows, fuck your snowflakes. <laughs> so to get back to Russia, um, the missiles, the, it's interesting because the Euro missiles are always kind of a, a big thing in, in Europe. They and invented I, them. And it's really also going to get me back to NATO and Le Pen because if we lose some of these people in Russia, then we lose all of these specific borders where we have these missiles, supposedly. And the missiles are, are these imaginary you know, borders. They're this threat. And for instance, Putin has a shitload of missiles in Kaliningrad, which I think we talked about before is that little- Where the fuck is it? It's an enclave. It's like the north, uh, north northern the Poland. It's a little island of Russia in the you middle of You said something interesting just now, though. I'm sorry. You, 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 no, no, it's okay. The The missiles are, are an imaginary border? Yeah. I, I mean, like, where your missiles are is kind of dictates where your strength is. It's a buildup of just simple arms on your border. Okay. Um, that's true. You're not going to let the enemy take over your missiles, so that's going to be where you fucking wage your stand. Correct. Yeah. And also, recently, we talked about this too, but U.S. just sent 80 M1 Abrams tanks over to Germany, yeah. which is the most tanks we've ever had in Europe in Europe. In history. Oh, since, I'm sorry. Since fortify against yeah. Ukraine, I guess? or uh, Yes. It's a little bit more north of Ukraine. Sure. Belarus and, yeah. Um, Why yeah. did we send them there? <laughs> you tell me. I, I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't no, know either. No one does. Uh, I, well, okay, I have a guess. <laughs> when uh, did that happen? Three like a week, week ago? Yeah, like like four weeks ago. Within Trump in power? No, Obama's I last Obama two weeks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah Obama's okay, last so. two weeks did It takes this. a while to send tanks anywhere. Sure. Either way, we're having a buildup. They gotta go underwater, right? Yep. Everybody's still having roll underwater. That's why we Sweet. built that, uh, that, that tube. Is that the yep. tubes? Yeah. 
the tubes. Elon Musk is going to make us a tube. We're going to get over there. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a boring company. Guys, what do you want from me? I'm always Keep interested going. in in um, the fear of nuclear war because it was something that was such an ever-present thing that we Duck don't that I don't think about at all. We'll meet again. Yeah, I was thinking about Doctor Strange. I rewatched it recently, and I was just wondering how I can learn to love the bomb. And I'm very at peace with it now. I'm almost, I've been thinking, it sounds creepy. You've loved the bomb? But I've been thinking about a nuclear explosion in Los Angeles. Uh, I apologize for the creepiness of this. But uh, I have to. Get rid of some of this traffic. I have to very, very frequently actually been thinking about it. Uh, It's something. It's a target. We're on the Pacific Coast. It's totally the target. I'm pretty sure LA is the target right now. I, that sounds also very selfish just because I live in L.A. That's why I'm scared but think, about it. But, but I would just think D.C. and New York would be means. first, but L.A. would be a high in the I, list. I don't think so, man. Think about the morale. The think about so it. much of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, if like, we, do we want to talk seriously about who's going to nuke us, then we can narrow North it. Korea is what I was imagining. It, I was imagining Hence that why too. like L.A. is but, the embodiment but here's, of That's true. We're closer. Their missiles aren't as good. I, th- I think the um, the more likely scenario is more like the sum of all fears scenario, where where we have an, a, a terrorist organization buy a nuclear weapon from Iran, Pakistan, right? Uh, you know, even Russia, and that's kind of what I was getting at. Also, by modernizing, is that we're more likely to have someone have an accidental nuclear explosion or simply lose one, like broken arrow scenario, which has happened. Exactly. So I think that's more likely to happen, and that and that for that reason, I'm not all against. The Trump border stuff, because that's part of it, is is being aware of what's coming into your country. So now you're for the wall? I'm not against the fence. I said this earlier. <laughs> what's the difference? It, the Just difference the expense? is- the, the expense, yeah. yeah. And, and, and also some symbolism, if you want to go with it. Seriously, what, what was the expense of the wall? $30 billion at the high end they were I talking? I think they already have enough fence. They only need to patch up a few areas. They don't need to do it in West Texas, where there's like like- but environmental thirty platform. billion is like one fucking F thirty five. No, it is not. Do you? Are you crazy? What? No. Oh, 30, 30 billion. billion. Sorry, never mind. No, thirty Few billion extra is zeros there. A lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's like half of our education budget. That's that's a lot of money. <laughs> Who needs department mm. education? Well, I mean, you're right. Well, 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 I didn't say that. that. So, and also, how long is that thing going to take anyway? Like, it's going to go oh, yeah. into another administration. Even if he lasts eight years, it's still going into another administration before right. it's done. I know. So. I, I don't. I'm reading a little track with the wall. I, I mean, I do think... Yeah. It, but I that do, wasn't the point, yeah. though. Go ahead. But the point it was... It should block missiles, is what you're saying. <laughs> it, should, it should fire... It should block, like, nuclear weapons. the ideal situation. That's a great point, though. Even though you're joking. But, like, seriously, like... We need, like, a space elevator that's, like, 30,000 miles. Useful. Yeah, what, I, what, what is, is the, the defense? Yeah, what do we need to defend against? What is the I mean, defense that, of nuclear weapons? And the truth is... Right. There isn't. There isn't a defense. The Star defense Wars. is... Is mutual dis- yeah, assured destruction. mutually assured destruction? Which mad, is mad. Yeah, it spells out mad. Yep. Yeah. What do you think about that, guys? Do you think mutual assured? Did you get that? M A D. Spells mad. It was Kubrick's inspiration. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. What do we think about? Do we think about it often? You know that movie was actually started as a a serious movie. Yeah. And he lied to George C. Scott. I thought right. Um. No. Uh, yeah, I think Didn't he just he say, changed. Like, he like told him like to make all the funny stuff during the rehearsals, and then he like filmed the rehearsals. I thought, and no, then he, and then as he, far uh, as I understand, no. Yeah, oh, no, okay. he just shifted before he shot it. He played oh, chess yeah, with it. No, no, it, it was it was during just, the, just during just the writing of the screenplay. Yeah, it was during the drafting of the screenplay when when he it became how a comedy. It, was, yeah. it became a comedy. Yeah. It became a satire. To be clear, uh, how do you feel about the movie? You guys like it? How do we feel about what? Doctor Strange Love. The, we're talking about a movie right now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about a movie right now because it's it's really not only is it important but it's satire, and I think this is very very important. I love Doctor Strange Love. Yeah, I think it's one of my favorite movies. Kelly and I are halfway through watching it. Like started it three months ago. 
Uh, yeah. How dare you? It was like it was late. We were tired. She fell asleep. Disrespectful. Sorry, Kelly. What She's going to zap you of all your precious bodily fluids. That's good. I love it because of the the main Peter Sellers character in there. Obviously, he's got more than one. But Mandrake? Yeah. <laughs> because he's trying yeah. so hard yeah. throughout it. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's the audience kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. trying so hard to like save the day throughout the whole thing. What's the, uh, the, the general's name, the crazy general? Uh, Ripper. Jack Ripper. D. Yeah. Ripper. I think that is so interesting nowadays. Jack D. Ripper. <laughs> Just all the names? Oh, wow. or? No, no, no. Oh, just that mean? character. Yeah, no, I, I, I get it. It took you a while. Oh, I got it. It, it did take me a while. Thanks for making me feel stupid. Thanks. Every, every name means something in that movie. Yes, you guys correct. know what Mandrake is? I don't actually what know. What is a Mandrake, Sean? A Mandrake Root. It is supposed to be a... Uh, don't a, sound so happy about it. God. Yeah, so God. Fucking Mandrakes. God I did a report on it. Ring a dictionary. Exactly. What the hell is it? Look it up yourself. It's like herbal Viagra's. Herbal. Well, how is that his character? I'm, I'm confused how that's symbolic. Mandrake? He was the dude that was like obsessed with the bodily fluids and the whatnots. No, no that's that was Ripper. Jack D. Ripper. Oh, that was Jack D. Ripper. Yeah, never mind. Oh, wait, so, so it's no not symbolic. <laughs> no, was, uh, was Mandrake the one that was... Uh, Mandrake is the main the Peter British, Sellers character the UK that our guest officer. was explaining why he loves so much. Go motherfuck yourself. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, Sorry, Joey. He's the Joey? nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's the... He's the, it's, the a, it's still the, an, but it's still an archetype, right? In a movie, a guy who's always trying the straight to, man. Yeah. the straight man, yeah, for but sure. he's also, but it's also, he's trying to do stuff and then the, everything's not going his way. Yeah. Kind of. That's also more like more than a straight man. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's kind of like a, like a Busby or just a Busby, Busby, Bugsby, what the fuck was the word? God damn it. Bumbling Busby, Bugsy, Bugsby, Bugsy. Why, why is my mouth? Bugsy working? Malone. Jimmy exactly. Hoffa. There we go. That's perfect. Jimmy Hoffa. Totally. He's the Jimmy Hoffa. Right on. <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa. Well, um, I guess I wanted to talk more about the, the relationship between how we feel in, in the Cold War era and now. I mean, specifically with nuclear weapons and relation to world war. Duck and cover. There, there was a constant threat. And people were always scared about it. And I think it's kind of weird that now we have that little bit of a threat again. I, do you I, remember in your youth, again, getting back to this generational divide thing, do you remember ever ha having a fear of the Russians or any sort of no. uh, concept of them being an enemy? Only from movies. Well, that's, James, that's old James Bond that, movies. That's really what I mean, though. Uh, but yes, was, it that, didn't was seem, that old did, timey to you? The was question that ever is, present? Did it, the, yeah, did it seem no, real? it was not present until I started, being... le I started learning about Vladimir Putin. I've okay. got to be honest. Mm. Yeah. And so I think, again, that's part of that generational divide. When Reagan came into office, he funneled a ton of money to Hollywood to oh, make yeah. all of these movies that were very anti-Russian propaganda. I fully admit I'm a child of the 90s. Mm -hmm. I was not in the 80s. I don't understand it. I, I understand it, but I don't. I did not live through any of it. I, so I don't, under, I don't get I mean, that mindset. R Rocky IV is Rocky to me. Like, you know, any— uh, To many you know, people. Yeah, into— Most uh, people say it is the best Rocky. What? That's Shit. Yeah, I mean, it, kind of of our generation. No one's sure. serious. Says Honestly, yes. yeah, I think it was the one that was on cable the most. That's, so. not, the, that's not the best. The best is number one. You well, can't, I, I, I agree with you. I'm simply again. saying most people, most people from that generation will yeah. say, if you were a Rocky kid when four, that was on cable, many will say Rocky, Rocky Three. I think Rocky Three is also better than Rocky Four, but that's. I agree, actually. I, I prefer Rocky Three to Rocky Four. There wasn't. Any, I yeah. the training sequences. Rocky Three holds up. We have Apollo Creed mm -hmm. training him. It's amazing, and also fucking Clubber Lang is the shit. Yeah, not to mention Hulk Hogan is Thunderlips. I'm I, look. I'm with you. The I, ultimate. And now. Rocky One is clearly the best. And we also get survive, Creed Survivor. Eye of the Tiger. Creed was decent. Creed was really. Creed was good. wonderful. There were no Russians in Creed though. Fucking great. The girl's deaf. No, it was Russian. Going deaf. Russian? Yeah, the girl's going deaf. 
The, she's in Westworld, right? The same actress. Uh, I think so. Who is she in Westworld? Sean Fa. Mm. Mm, this is getting off the rails. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know the character's name. But she is. This is it's becoming the wild, wild. Is West. she a host or she's not? <laughs> World. <laughs> um, Wicked Wild. I don't know. Wicked, Tune Wicked in wild. To season two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, All anyways, right, um, the New Start Treaty. Uh, basically, tra- oh, the thing we talked about twenty minutes ago. Yeah, I'm just gonna go right into it. <laughs> Remember, you said don't even talk about the transition, Sean. God. I was just saying we got off track for a really long now time. Now we're getting more off track. Yep. Let's go. So, I still want a spicy meatball. Trump wants to basically get rid of this and renegotiate it, which is Trump, I'm mean, Trump, which is Putin's, you know, dream. He could he could just keep building more nukes and becoming more powerful and gaining more influence on the world stage. So, again, it's all part of just simply this I I do view this as a single one huge power in Russia, this big oligarchy kleptocracy, this mafia state that has all these little satellite nations. Kleptocracy? Kleptocracy. Is it like kleptomania as an institution? Yes. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing. That's good. Yeah, it's kind of a buzzword nowadays, hmm. honestly, with Mr. Donald I've never Trump. heard the buzzword. Oh, really? Because people are accusing Donald Trump of a kleptocracy because of his conflicts of interest. Oh, mm. got it. Okay. Mm. And, Inside job. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, that's a whole other aspect of it is that this is... They, deduced. That's the word. Well done. He mm. has, Sorry. Trump well has deduced. no... That's the word I was thinking. Trump has a lot of things in common. He has an authoritarian streak with, with Putin, right? He likes to control the press. He likes to control businesses. He likes to say, you know, carrier, you're good. Toyota, you're bad. Blah, blah, you know, that can go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Nordstrom, I and mean, we can talk more about this. A tweet by him is sometimes a change in stock price. Um, not always, but not always lasting for a long time, but it is something. And is this what we, you know, is this really... What our nation, <sighs> what we should encourage as yeah, a country? Yeah, I mean, it's just the wrong fucking direction, okay? I mean, is this, it's, it's obvious. I think it's simple. Why is it obvious? It's not obvious. It's not obvious? Yeah, You're know. right. Maybe it isn't obvious. I don't know how else to spell it out. And that I feel that, like, this is economic fascism. This is not how we— Again, I think it's really only obvious because it's Trump. I think if it was Barack doing these things, we would be cheering the openness no, of government. No, we would not. I guarantee we would not. Like what? What? Can you, I, I'm specifically he, talking about the this sort of Twitter thing. The idea of yeah, that's him. not what he's talking. He's talking about the. Go ahead. You talk about what you're talking about first, <laughs> so I can tell you that's not what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just talking about the idea of him putting his thoughts on Twitter before they are vetted. You know, that was the um, the kind of platform that Barack ran on was just the openness of government and knowing everything that was going to be going on in there. Barack didn't have himself vetted all the time either. He just didn't say crazy shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was a calcu- he was a calculated speaker. Yeah, across exactly. The board. He's an actual politician. But re- regardless of all that, but that's not what what you're talking about in the end, Joey. No. It is is yeah. Explain. Then that. Talk about what you're talking about. I don't even remember what I was talking about. I was, guess I was talking Cat- about why is it the wrong direction oh, to to, to run Sorry. a country the way Trump's running it? Because it's just simply... As a kleptocracy, <laughs> quote unquote. I think it's, uh, I mean, do you really want your public, I mean, this, these are our public servants. Do we want them simply using their office for for economic gain? Do you guys think that's an okay thing? What's like, wrong with that? What's wrong with that yeah, is that you can thing? theoretically betray your country because of economic interest and sway your influence one way or another because you might have a business in one country or another. Yeah, I think political corruption should be treason. I agree. So let's impeach him. When the politicians keep politicking Before you turn to excessive drinking Spend some time collectively Politinkering with the show Where I don't know, man 
Cause I don't know man I just I don't know man I So now that I'm driving, guys, I want to do a quick ode to Minnesota, and you're going to be on board. Sorry. Uh-oh. Minnesota is a very special case, uh, and I think it's the- Big pres- sky country? No, that's Montana. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Land of 10,000 lakes. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on. Anyways, Minnesota. Um, I've been there. I have family there. I really enjoy it there. That's anecdotal. But Big the boys- malls. <laughs> <laughs> I do have great, oh man, the mall market is great. That is where the very first mall was in Minnesota, by the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mm. 1950. And Target. They got Target. Mm. That's Target. Target. Yeah. Right. I apologize. Um, I want to give a little shout out to our liberal bastion in the Midwest, Minnesota. Um, Minnesota is a real, real unique case right now. And I think it's the key to getting, or the, for the Democrats to get back control of this country. You have to study Minnesota. And I mean this for a couple of reasons. One, it is in the Midwest. Two, there's a shitload of white people there. And they also have a lot of Somali immigrants and refugees. So it's, it's kind of an interesting mix there. They have another. They have Al Franken as their senator. Very, very interesting that they have a Democratic senator who's super liberal and celebrity. They also have a Democratic More of governor. More influence of SNL. Yep, they have a Democratic governor. They also have Keith Ellison as probably their most powerful and influential representative. And in, I think, I believe it's in Minneapolis or the suburbs of St. Paul. Um, and he is currently running for DNC chair. And he says it himself that he wants to study how he's been winning elections over and over and over again in a predominantly conservative white county. Or I'm sorry, county district. I apologize, district. And the point is, we have to study that. I really think that that is an interesting way to go about this. To, they are, we already have a case study for how the Democratic Party can reach out to the working class white people. And I think the key there is Minnesota. So, so Joey, if you were going to study Minnesota, would you draw it naked or would you sculpt it naked? It has curves, and it has almost like a female-like curve to it. Hmm. So that's kind of creepy of me to say. Well, that's what I'm asking. Would you, would you yeah. draw it or would you sculpt it? I would it? sculpt it. I think that's clear. It's just yeah, you want to have yeah. your yes, hands that's clear. touch all yes. over it. I'm a very tactile Once you're man. done Feeling. sculpting it, would you sculpt a orifice to fuck it? Because it sounds like you want to fuck Minnesota. <laughs> yes, I would. Right in the St. Paul. <laughs> draw me like one of your French ladies. <laughs> oui, oui. 